Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. This will be for Ephesians chapter 6, and this will end the letter to the Ephesians by Paul. The heading reads, Children should honor their parents, servants and masters judged by the same law. Saints should put on the whole armor of God. Verse 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but give, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ. Not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will, doing service. As to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall be shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And ye masters do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master is all, also is in heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. The important thing is not the important thing was not their transitory situations in life, but their conduct toward one another in those situations. The same principle applies in the parent-child relationship, where one is also temporarily subordinate to another. It is right for children to obey their parents in the Lord. It is wrong for fathers to be overbearing and to provoke their children to anger and rebellion. That was by Rodney Turner. Verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye might be that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The war in heaven is still going on, it's just moved to earth. Being spiritual enemies, they must be fought with spiritual weapons. That was by Rodney Turner. Verse thirteen Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. The armor used is both offensive and defensive, that we that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins. I'm going to break this up a little bit, so I'll be stopping quite a lot in these next couple of verses here. Having your loins, and that's talking about our virtue and chastity. Now, the loins is that part of the body between the lower rib and the hip in which you will recognize all the vital organs which have to do with reproduction. He was saying that that part of the body was one of the most vulnerable. Uh, These next few things are also by Harold B. Lee. Gird about with truth. Truth, the Lord said, is knowledge of things as they are, things as they were, and things as they are to come. What is going to guide us along the path of proper morals and or proper choices? It will be the knowledge of truth. Also, living scriptures and living prophets. And having on the breastplate over the heart, the, the heart has always been used to typify our conduct of righteousness. Having learned truth, we have a measure by which we can judge between right and wrong, and so our conduct will always be gauged by that which, which, by that thing which we know to be true. Verse 15. And your feet, suggesting the feet as the objects or as the objectives, the goals of life which we should have guarded by some kind of armor and protected from getting off on the wrong foot shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In other words, shod means to have shoes put on. 
How, how fortunate are you in your childhood, in, your, in the home of your father and mother, you were taught the doctrine of repentance. Faith in Christ, the Son of the living God, the meaning of baptism, and what you gain by the having, by having, by the, having the laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Fortunate is the child who has been taught to pray and who has been given those steps to take on through life. Verse 16, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet, our head, our thoughts, of salvation, saved from death and saved from sin, when these two things are missing from the earth, and when it has been sanctified and cleansed from of its impurity, this shall be the place of salvation. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, I can't think of any more powerful weapons than faith and knowledge of the scriptures in the which are contained the word of God, which is the word of God. In our day, it is clear that the armor of God is more than just a figure of speech. <clears throat> Elder Carlos E. Acey teaches that the armor of God is a token of the promise of eternal life. There is, however, another piece of armor worthy of our consideration. It is the special underclothing known as the temple garment, or garment of the holy priesthood, worn by members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who have received their temple endowment. This garment, worn day and night, serves three important purposes. It is a reminder of the sacred covenants made with the Lord in his holy house, a protective covering for the body and a symbol of the modesty of dress and living that should characterize the lives of all the humble followers of Christ. The white garment symbolizes purity and assures and helps assure modesty, respect for the attributes of God, and to the degree it is honored, a token of what Paul regarded as taking upon one the whole armor of God. Also keep in mind that the color white also signifies or is symbolic of victory. Victory over death, victory over Satan. Garments bear special... Er, garments bear special... I didn't say that right again. Garments bear several special... Dang it. Garments bear several simple marks of orientation toward the gospel principles of obedience, truth, life, and discipleship in Christ. The real battles of life in our modern day will be won by those who are clad in a, spe in a spiritual armor, an armor consisting of faith in God, faith in self, faith in one's cause, and faith in one's leaders. The piece of armor called the, the temple garment not only provides the comfort and warmth of a, of a cloth covering, it also strengthens the wearer to resist temptation, fend off evil influences, and stand firmly for the right. Verse 18, praying, this is the final piece of armor, prayer, always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. President Kimball said, It is extremely difficult, if not impossible, for the devil to enter a door that is closed. He seems to have no keys for locked doors, but if a door is slightly ajar, he gets his toe in, and soon this is followed by his foot then by his leg and his body and his head, and finally he is all the way in. Lucifer readily becomes the master when one succumbs to his initial blandishments or flattery. Soon then the conscience is stilled completely, the evil power has full sway, and the door to salvation is closed until a thorough repentance opens it again, the miracle of forgiveness. By, that was by President Kimball. Gordon B. Hinckley said, The war goes on. It is as it were in the beginning. It is an ongoing battle. We cannot be unclean and accept the help of the Almighty. You cannot afford to partake of things that will weaken your minds and your bodies. These include cocaine, crack, alcohol, tobacco. You cannot be involved in immoral activity. You cannot do these things and be valiant as warriors in the cause of the Lord. We are engaged in a great eternal struggle that concerns the very souls of the sons of, and daughters of God. We are not losing. We are winning. We, we will continue to win if we will be faithful and true. We can do it. We must do it. We will do it.
Verse 19, And for me, that that utterance may give may be given unto me, that I may be... Verse 19, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that that therein I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak, but that ye also may know my affairs and how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that ye might know our affairs and that he might comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. So that's the end of the chapter and that's the end of Ephesians. See you next time. Bye.